Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Harry Styles and late night talking. Speaking of talking, talking is very difficult when you get your first bout of COVID-19. I know, we missed you yesterday. Well, let me tell you, there's nothing worse than me not working and being told just rest. Just rest. Like, yeah, I do want to talk about like what was going through your head. <laughs> well, there's a lot. I have so many things to tell you about. <laughs> like, what did you do? I, did you rearrange your sock drawers? I, I didn't do. <laughs> uh, so wait. So, Sisney, you had this. You had COVID. This is my first time. First time ever getting COVID. When did you first have it? Yeah, I had it earlier this year in January. Okay, Tanya. I'm sure I've had it. <laughs> I'm you don't sure. Remember it? No, but I just my test came negative. See. There's no uncertainty with me. Like I like felt you feel every it. well, here's the thing. So when I was tested for it, I thought this is a false positive because I felt great. Then mm-hmm. 24 hours later, it all everything hit me. Mm-hmm. It's a I full mean, body chills, takeover. Yeah. The chills, the aching, the sore throat, the, then the coughing. Yeah. Because you it's still powered through and you still worked with us for a little bit and you're like, Feeling well, the fine. Thing about, I wasn't fine. I was pretending to be fine. But the thing about the job here is we have all this now technology where we can do it from, and we've all set up yeah. these home studios during the pandemic. So we've got some access to be able to do it. So it's kind of like yeah. when when you say to the the boss, I, I, I'm positive. They're like, great. I mean, not For, great. But no, like, I get it. I, mean, I was sick last sorry, week but, and I still work. But can't you? Can't you turn on the mic? Mm-hmm. I yep. feel like that's what we all do now. If we even feel a little sick, we just work from our home studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to try and operate all these things from here today. But I've got my um, liquids are important. I've been drinking so many different liquids. Yeah, during really COVID nineteen, uh, and been broth. Broth has yeah. been broth has been like a gourmet, exciting. I've not, I didn't want to say it, but I've not lost taste. I still have taste Oof. and. If, Praise. If taste goes for me personally, <laughs> I know, I can't even want I'm just quitting everything. I don't want to know I'm you just, if you can't taste. If I can't taste. Mm-mm. I mean, all of my goals, all of my dreams yeah. are about tasting. 
Wait, what do will you, I say about the olive oil? My mm. friend, when Becca got COVID, she lost her sense of taste. And, and she usually eats like macaroni and cheese and hamburgers and stuff. So she's like, since I can't taste anything, I'm going to eat like salads and like really healthy stuff while she had COVID. And she used, did it for one day and was like, I'm not, I can't, I can't do it. See, I, I'm going the opposite direction. I know I can't exercise right now, which is making me crazy. Yeah. So I'm trying not to eat too much of the bad stuff. Right. Like you want to cave in and order pizza. That's what you want to do. That's what I want to do. You want to cave in and just and see when I get sick, I eat. We talked about this before. Some people don't eat. I eat. I don't eat when I'm sick. I'm I do have soup or broth the whole time. I have no appetite. I want ice Me cream. Too, all the things. Mm -mm. I want burgers. I mm -hmm. want bacon. I want bacon. Mm -hmm. Like I when got up this sick? morning. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I want pop tarts. I, Aren't you? Maybe nauseous? that's something I should take to my therapist when I find <laughs> one. But I really wanted bacon this morning, and I didn't do it. It's comfort because it I know that then. You can have like one. No, because then the head, the head, the head case I'll have later is not worth mm. the bacon earlier. Anyway, so we'll try and make it through the show. But uh, good to see you guys. Good to be on remote. Yeah, I'm doing it on a this is a, basically a card table in my bedroom. With um, I'm enjoying mice. the view. I mean, Georgia's on your bed. Yeah, it's like so this nice. is actually very cozy. I'm yeah, we won't we won't show this view because it's not well lit. <laughs> I like it. I do. Too. You honestly look, look great for watching. being sick. I know, of course. Well, so, and you got dressed like you're wearing a collared shirt. Like, yeah. I would not look this good if I had COVID. <laughs> Honestly, I'm it's impressed. It's all part of them, the psyche of it. You know, it's just true. Just gearing myself It's up. true. If you dress for the part, you'll feel the part. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. My hair's a little nuts, though. All right, let's get into it. I make The worst, the most frustrating part for me is the whole thing. But for, I think for, for me specifically, it's just this sound. Like, I'd rather ache than sound like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd I rather have a headache than sound like this. The sounding and projecting part is difficult. It's like I have to speak three sentences and then sip. And it sounds like you're in pain. Honey. Are you in pain? Does it hurt? Do you know, my uh, throat hurts a little bit. Yeah. But just from talking, just from talking this hour. Yeah. But I have energy. So I don't, like, I made it the first couple of days, it was like, the soreness, the aching, and the low energy. Now I feel like I could go out and run, but I don't sound like it. Mm-hmm. Did you watch anything? You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'll get into that. I'll get into that. You know what I realized is that every streaming scripted series that anyone's told me to watch, you can't watch in the daylight. I can't see what's happening on the screen. <laughs> Everything's glare. so dark. I know. Yeah, because, well, because it's sunny. I've never watched streaming shows when the sun's out. Right, okay. so true. Well, the sun is out, and I can't see what is happening. Did you get into All any? All the scenes are dark. Yeah, I got into the staircase. Schwarzenegger's in it. Patrick, the boy. Patrick. Patrick Schwarzenegger's in it. Yeah. Is it good? And Colin Firth. Yeah. Well, I'm not finished with it, but yeah, it's good. Colin Firth, Patrick Schwarzenegger. I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I know, and he, we love Patrick. The staircase. And all I could think about HBO. was ice cream. Didn't he have an ice cream connection? Mm, true crime, right up my alley. Colin Firth. Wasn't he posting about ice cream? Tony Collette. We talked to him about this. Patrick oh. Schwarzenegger. Sophie Turner. A lot of good cast. Yeah, it's a it's a great cast, actually. Mm hmm Let Mark tell you and remind nice. you to come back. I'm into this. The ice cream store on Instagram. I'm gonna add this to my list. This we talked weekend. about this on the show. You're the one that brought it up to us. Mark Phillison. He was sampling different flavors oh, of ice cream. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, I thought I had COVID brain. I can't with her. <laughs> yeah, You're the one that brought this up to yes. us when he was here. Yes. It's so just, what was he, he doing? He samples different, like, random ice cream flavors and, like, posts them on Instagram, like, whether so it's out of So that's what 10. I kept 
I kept thinking about that watching him. Yeah, He's yeah, great. Yeah. Patrick's Pints, it was called. But anyway, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Colin Firth is incredible. So that I got into that one. Okay. I also watched Escape from Kabul, which is not uplifting. So you didn't watch any of the shows. Which is we a documentary suggested. on on everything happening there. Praying that you would get into Breaking Bad. He cannot get into well, it. You, like just no, easily. I did not want to start. That seemed like not the right thing to start when you're going through COVID. <laughs> it's like By the a way, lot. When I asked for ideas from you guys, Tanya sends me ideas that aren't out yet. No. Now, she says, watch the Selena Gomez documentary. It's not out yet. Not November 4th. Well, I know, how am I but I said that? maybe Amy Sugarman can send you a link to the Selena Gomez documentary. Do you think when one is going through COVID, they want to email Amy Sugarman, get a link, and then mirror it to the TV? No, all I want to do, I don't even want to re-authenticate or t- right, the re-authenticate. My I thought it would be like too much work. even more prep. Like you would be doing prep without even doing prep because you would enjoy like, yo, the documentary. I, I I had to log back into HBO Max. Took about all I had. <laughs> oh, probably took everything. She would have gotten it for you. Tanya's like, yeah, watch the Selena Gomez documentary. It's not out yet. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I was like, ooh, if you get that link, send it send over it to over. you. <laughs> send it over so to me. So did you see the Selena Gomez documentary? No, she only sent out the teaser. <laughs> yeah. A couple of my friends have seen it, though, because they're in it. it. I read about it. Mm-hmm. I read that she talks about everything. It's very real. Mm-hmm. But I did have to laugh. When I got recommendations for things that aren't out yet, I've seen the commercial. You I mean, of it. all people, you might be able to get it. You know, the three of us, you would get the. No, but it was you know you don't want to really us. do admin when you're like day one of COVID. <laughs> I gave you, you some good suggestions. Um, actually, Jen Swallow sent me a great suggestion, which was the you know the Chef's Table Pizza series. Chris Bianco, she said, "Have you been to his restaurant?" Of course, then I got frustrated. I couldn't go outside, but I want to go to his restaurant. Chef's Table Pizza series is great. That's true. All right, listen. We're going to take a break. Come back. It's National Dessert Day. Think about your favorite. I want to know what your favorite is. Just curious. It is time for the morning hack. Seacrest Home Studio. Making the turn on the COVID. The first bout of it. Halloween is coming up. So we're all going to be Harry Styles, right? Yeah, I ordered my costume from Etsy. So, oh. so hopefully Mine's it gets pretty, here. I, I, I think you're going to like mine. I'm kind of into it this year. You said yours is like sparkly or something? Mine's uh, hot pink plasticky pants, sparkly pants, maybe purple. I feel like you're doing Coachella Harry Styles. Okay, I'm doing like last album Harry Styles, like the one where he has like the white pants and like the satin hot pink top. Mm. I I don't know which one I'm doing. I'm just doing the one that uh, I found at the Live with Kelly and Ryan set. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. Got all these costumes there, all these pop culture costumes. These are going to be the most common, they say. For Halloween this year. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to run into somebody that might be the same, you might want to avoid these. They say, Buddy the Elf. Oh, that's fun. Wonder Woman. Well, it's fun, but a lot of people are doing it. Buddy the Elf, Wonder Woman, and an inflatable T-Rex. An inflatable T-Rex is going to be the most popular costume? I've seen I'm a just lot of those, you. actually. Why? Why? Exactly. So it was why why this year? I don't. I think it came from the um, what at the beginning of the pen, the Lion, not the Lion King. The remember the the thing that was like super viral at the beginning of the pandemic. Every oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh! It was like everybody was watching it at the very beginning of the pandemic. Was it a show? Yes, it was like a reality show, like the Lion King, Tiger King. Thank you, thank you. Tiger, Tiger King. King? What does that have to so do with the T-Rex? Were dressing, T-Rex? People were dressing as like Tiger King and like bringing a T-Rex. 
That makes no sense to me. I'm just telling you what Wait, I thought. Did I forget all of this or is this my COVID brain again? But also like, that's like a very uncomfortable costume. I've had a it's costume where you much. have to have one of the inflatable pumps in your costume. Oh my gosh, taking around a pump and wearing it's, plastic. I was Ursula last year and it was like not it's too the much. vibe. Because yeah. like <laughs> the thing just like whoosh, you bump into everybody. You're like, I'm so sorry I knocked you over your dream. Plus you want to like kind of be recognizable, don't you? You kind of want to know it's you. I mean, that, who's this? You Who are you? All right, today's quote. Why are you still holding on to things that already let go of you? Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, lunch was on the president yesterday at Tacos 1986. President Joe Biden and his motorcade stopped for chicken quesadillas at the restaurant in Los Angeles' Westwood area during his two-day Southern California visit alongside Karen Bass, who's running for mayor, and L.A. County Supervisor Hilda Solis. The president will leave the L.A. area today, bound for Portland, Oregon. With the U.S. midterm elections less than, what, a month away now, Tinder partnered with voting information organization ballot ready to help users get out to vote uh there's now a new election center feature in the app where tinder users can access information about voter registration measures on their local ballots and polling stations election center can now be found in the explore section of tinder and plastic produce bags will soon be a thing of the past for California grocery shoppers. The state will effectively ban plastic produce bags from supermarkets after a new bill was signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom. Stores must replace the bags with either paper bags or compostable bags, uh, according to the bill. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. It's Friday the 14th of October, partly cloudy, mid-70s, low 70s tomorrow and Sunday, mid-70s inland too, celebrate. So I'm coming around the corner on the first COVID episode for me, and I thought I had made it. I thought I had made it. In my head, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get this. And then somehow I got it, and I got most of the symptoms too, fast. And then they started to dissipate. Mm. But the, I can't. I think it's like one more day before I get my voice back. Perfect. I'll get it back on Saturday. Perfect. Right? Perfect. That, that's good. And then yeah. you'll rest for the weekend, and then you'll be good to go by Monday. Resting. What is resting? Yeah, let's talk about it. I tried to. You know, everybody said, "Well, just rest." Did you? Well, I would lay down in the day, but I feel guilty laying down in the day. So I would get up, <laughs> and then I would read a little something, and then I get bored of that, and then I thought, you know, I should chop parsley or something. You know, like go into the kitchen and do something just just be in the kitchen take your time making something but that didn't sound so good and then you guys sent me shows to watch so what's the show you sent me about the cryptocurrency oh Is yeah i forgot the name GameStop? of it mm -hmm. the real bling ring no that's no i watched the... i watched the real bling ring already i'd already oh. seen that still can't believe that one um what's the one that you sent me eat the rich yes about the cryptocurrency mm -hmm. did you watch it did, no, I didn't watch that either. Oh my gosh. You don't watch anything we recommended. Did you watch, watch the one on the Hulu? The one with the, about one the Hulu? lies, the college kids? The lies. The, you mean Varsity Blues? No. It was like, oh, it's, now is it, the name always escapes me. It's like something lies. Do we all have COVID memory issues? Yeah, I don't know oh. what's, going what's going on. What's going on? I mean, we. Tori, good morning. Please save us. As a matter of fact, Tori, you speak. I'm going to save my voice. How are you in Burbank? Oh, tell me lies on Hulu. Tell me lies. Yes, very good. What's that about? 
it's like about all these college kids kind of like intertwined and they all tell each other lies and they're all kind of like intertwined sleeping with each other and it's crazy. Is it reality? No, it's scripted. scripted. Oh, all right, Tori, I'll put it on my list. How are you in Burbank? Good. How are you feeling? You know, I'm, I'm coming, uh, I'm coming around the corner, I think on COVID for the first time. Have you had it before? Yeah, I've had it twice. Did you get the things each time? Uh, no, the first time I just had a sore throat, but the second time I was really, really tired. Yeah, I don't, I don't do well with all of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I, I did pace a lot. I was walking up and down, walking up and down. Anyway, Tori, how can we help you? Oh, so I have, um, I have a group of guy friends that my girlfriends and I have um, always been hanging out with. And one of them just uh, kind of started dating this girl and we've always gotten along. Um, but lately he's been more distant and we noticed that we weren't getting invited to things like their game nights or their movie nights. And so I asked his roommate what was going on and he was just like, oh, it's the girlfriend. And so I obviously okay. figured it was like her because I had no other reason because we were always so close. And the other night I got a DM from him on Instagram and it wasn't even a text. It was a DM saying that he has to unfollow me because his girlfriend is, quote, <gasps> insecure. But he misses our friendship and I did nothing wrong. <sighs> and now I don't know what to do because why do I want to lose a long friendship over her being insecure? Because so we all wait, the same she thinks, Why? Because she thinks that something might potentially be going on with you and her boyfriend, your friend? I don't necessarily think it's it's that. I mean, one of my other friends and him, like, they were together for a bit, like, a long, long time ago when we first started hanging out, and it was before she was even in the picture because they only recently started dating in, like, January. But it obviously didn't work out between him and my other friends, and so we've all been friends since then. Hmm. I, I mean, this is... This is interesting because if, if I'm your, how long have you been friends with the guy? For about six years. So like for me, usually going in, I'm pretty clear about like, this is my group of core friends and I've had these friends for a long time and here's what we do and like get to know them, meet them, spend time with them, you know, understand why we're friends and there should be no, you know, no issue. I mean, it's been hard because, like, recently, like, we, they they did invite us out, but it was only because, like, him and his girlfriend left the party. So we got to go over after they left. So what I, do you think, Sissy? I think that this is, you need to have another conversation with your guy friend and be like, this needs to not be a thing. Like, An the issue. fact, yeah, right. the fact that she is being insecure. Like, we were friends before. We've given you zero signs for her to act this way. Like she's given us no like chance, truly. So why, like, why would she act like this? Did you give her any like? I don't understand. Like, was, was there an incident that made her feel this way? Like, why is she I acting mean, like this all of a sudden? Comes to mind. I don't know. It's just it's really weird because like we would always hang out, and then the last like six or seven months, it's been nothing from them. So here's the thing, Troy. I mean, look, this it really is up to him because he's in that relationship. But yeah. to me, I'm saying okay. Is this person possessive? Is this person insecure? Does this person not trust me? I mean, these are red flags now about you that could be bigger issues down the line if he stays with her. So he needs to really, you know, under, like understand that. Yeah. Um, but I, I that, now let's take that aside for a second. Haven't we all sort of like been in our core group of friends, spent a lot of time with them, then we're in a relationship and we disappear for a while, then we break up and come back? I mean, that happens too. Yeah, that happens, but it's never like this abrupt, you know, like this is I very think, like specific. 
This is a a character red flag on her potentially yeah. on her. Well, Tori, good luck. Okay, thank you for calling. I mean, I think that like that is part of a true color, right? You start seeing through somebody. Oh, if they're threatened yeah. by your friends, yeah, it's not oh, going to last. It's going to be a nightmare if they end up getting married, like down the road. Oh, forget it; they're not going to be friends forever. Again, blessing to see this stuff early. Sure, right? when you see somebody's real self early. Uh, let's see, big test for the Trojans tomorrow night. Number six, USC, headed to Salt Lake City to take on number eleven, Utah Utes. UCLA's off this weekend. The Rams are home. Chargers play in Denver. Bulldogs hosting Vanderbilt tomorrow at 1230. Today's national favorite dessert day. What's your favorite dessert, Sisney? I don't know if I have a favorite, but I do enjoy and I do enjoy going and getting like a frozen yogurt and like adding all the toppings and doing that. I feel like that's do you have like a favorite a... dessert, Tanya? Yes. So it's s'mores. I would like s'mores anything. I like, I like s'mores. s'mores flavored things. Any anything s'mores related is like where it's at for mm-hmm. me. For me, it's a cookie cake. Like that, that pizookie. Oh, like a pizookie one. I yeah. love the pizookie. Ice cream on top. Mm-hmm. You know, ice cream, if I'm really going to go for it, does cause problems, well, but maybe a dairy-free ice cream. You have to do the ice cream on top. Otherwise, it's just a cookie. Yeah, cake. but it's so good and soft. All right, let's get to the training report. Tanya, okay, I'll so save we, my voice. We were talking about this earlier, the Selena Gomez documentary. She released a trailer for it. Um, it's called My Mind and Me. She released it on World Mental Health Day. The documentary doesn't come out until November 4th, but this was a trailer. And it's a, basically, it looks into the last six years of Selena's life, which I feel like is a really long time. Like, think about think about where you were in 2016. Mm-hmm. That was like a whole different girl for me. But um, so the trailer, she goes in to talk a lot about her lupus diagnosis, her anxiety, giving back to her community. And um, also something I think we all struggle with not feeling good enough. You know, there was this big moment where she just felt like she wasn't good enough. And I think it's a universal feeling like we can all feel that way, whether it's personally, professionally, body image wise. I mean, the list goes on and on. So it got me thinking about the last six years of of our lives and like what is something that maybe people wouldn't have known that you've gone through in the past six years so what's yours <laughs> since you had time to think about this yeah. and just sprung it on us this morning you know it's interesting like we're gonna do our lifelong documentary right. in 30 seconds no 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 but 2016 like it does feel like a lifetime ago you know what i mean we were in rio doing this show broadcasting I mean, I guess like when I think about the specific of Rio, it feels like a long time ago. But when I think about six years, kind of doesn't for me because we do the same thing every day, which I don't know. That may be a blessing and a curse. Like six every year is the same in a way, kind except of. for the pandemic. But I also feel I mean, like I guess, we're an open book and we talk about our lives every single day on this show. But I if know. you look at life, before, I mean, you could just go as broad as pre-pandemic, post-pandemic and how we look at life differently, how we live life differently, how we put priorities differently. I mean, I guess that would be the... That's probably the biggest thing. I mean, COVID was hard for everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think something that for me, at least, I, I was so focused and I was so regimented about my, that the way that I was eating and what I was eating. And it was almost like a, a, a negative degree for myself. Like I wasn't was letting, too torturous. I wasn't you. letting you myself live much. my life. I wasn't enjoying at all. And I don't think I realized that until I started to really kind of just like let loose a little bit. And I, realized how hard I was being on myself and I wish I wasn't so hard on myself for so I think years. you and I rela- can relate to that. So what ch- what helped you change your perspective, Tanya? I think maybe it was the pandemic and also it was my boyfriend. He brought more, I had more fun to do. Like I wanted to do more things. I wanted to eat more. I wanted to experience more. 
and I want didn't want to like get up at five a.m. to go on a run. I wanted to like cuddle him in bed. Right, Sisney. I agree. Anything I mean, you, what would be in your documentary? I feel like I've been an open book. When I look back at 2016, it's like I was two years into being married, and Michael and I had just bought a home in 2016, and we were. Uh, very, very new to home renovations. And we didn't know what the heck we were doing. We were knocking down walls for the first time. Like kind of exciting when you think back though, making right? Making mistakes and like not, you know, realizing like what we were doing and trying to get pregnant and that whole journey. And so I and I'm yeah. in a weird way and, and I feel like a blessed way I've been able to share that with our listeners and, and you guys. And so yeah. it's been I like an open book. Point. That's a good point. You know, this job sort of dilutes the documentary scenario in a way because the, you're living life daily. on the air. It's therapy. Right? Like, like I've cried with you guys and on. Right. I feel like, you know, annually. <laughs> I think we cry often. You know, I've just reminded that on 2016, going back six years, on this day, we had a clown on to talk about the creepy clown sightings that popped up along the East Coast. Oh my gosh. So look how far we've come. Look yeah. how far we've come. <laughs> you know, when you're going through it, keeping your voice like right here. Mm -hmm. Like if I go too high or try and go too falsetto, it'll crack. But if I keep it right here. Hi, thanks for calling. Yeah, I like it. Leave me a message after the tone. Good morning. It's kind of sexy. How's Georgia been this whole week just having you around? <laughs> you know, she keeps looking at me. She's like, why she keeps are you looking still, at me and why are you still here? <laughs> why are you still here? Like at least when you're here, we go outside. Yeah, right. exactly. How come you're still here and we haven't moved? And why are you still wearing that? <laughs> like why are you sneezing into your sweater again? <laughs> so coming up after eight o'clock, Sisney actually chose our hometown hustler. From what I'm reading about what she does, this sounds right up my alley. I know, and this is why I wanted to have her on as a hometown hustler because she created this business from scratch and um she she pairs music with food. She pairs music with food, like at a dinner or at a festival Ex or where? Exact for parties. So I met her at a party. I met her for the, it was actually Ty Veritas's album release party. So she does it mainly for like artists and stuff, but she could do it for like anybody. It's like, like if, you're, if your mom was having like a 60th birthday party and you wanted to have like a theme, she could like, pair the 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 food so so with, like, like the like 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 the tempo so if i'm having something spicy then the tempo of the music is is upbeat yeah like if you, let's say you want like latin music and then she can do like all like latin type foods or like you know and pair it with like different songs per dish and she made a business out of this yes okay so it's called music taste huh mm -hmm. she marries her love of music food and experiences together that's how I want to live my life. That's how it sounds like you. I know. I knew you were going to love her. Right. All right. Well, can't wait to meet her. That's after eight, our hometown house. We're focusing on, you know, local businesses here. So, Tanya, is it true that you're thinking about fostering some puppies? Yes. Okay. Oh. So, when we were coming back from the iHeartRadio Music Festival, we sat next to Chris Booker, who works for one of our sister stations down the hall. And... We were talking to him and he does this often. He fosters dogs for like two or three weeks at a time. And then when they find their home, he gives them. And he was kind of sharing all of his experiences with us and showing us pictures and videos. And I've been kind of really digging into that because I'm like, what a special, beautiful thing to do to like give these dogs a home, like a loving home, a patient home. Um, but even hearing him tell the stories about it made me cry like seeing the photos and hearing his stories made me really emotional that I don't think I can actually do it myself 
but I really want to because it just seems like such a beautiful thing to do. And then I feel so, I was like, I feel so selfish that I feel like I can't emotionally handle it. So, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I tried this. Some, you did try it. Okay. What happened? Well, that's how we have Gypsy. <laughs> right. I'm like, I just can't so, imagine. I can't imagine letting them go. Gypsy was a rescue and that needed a, a home. And the person that found him um, couldn't have dogs. And so we, she was like, can you foster him and help us try to find a home? And I said, Absolutely. And so we did, and we were buying him a dog bed that night. And yeah. I said, yeah, I don't know not how. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'd, it'd be interesting to see like the percentage of foster parents that actually let the dog go. Because I, I don't know how once you meet the dog and the dog becomes comfortable with you, how yeah. you possibly have your heart broken and the dog's heart broken. Well, it wasn't even that. It was Gypsy had a lot of problems. Like Gypsy was really. Um, emotionally distressed and like he had he was covered in worms and he was clearly like abused in like the previous home that he was at we had to really like rehabilitate him like he didn't trust us at first it took months like you would go to like that's the thing you have to build that that, bond in that relationship and then then it's so heartbreaking to think that you'd have to give that up up. and the dog has to start over again exactly on air with ryan seacrest let's bring in our hometown hustler of the day Vanya Primarak. Vanya, good morning. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm very excited to meet you because Sisney met you. And by the way, I apologize for my post-COVID voice here. It's going to come back. <laughs> I, I, I promise you one day. Um, but I have my post-COVID voice as well, actually. I just tested negative yesterday. Wow. So, so you just went through this too? Boat. I just went through it's it. It's going yeah, around the again. time around. Wait, so Vanya, it I know we're going to get you, but let's go back to this for a second because I didn't have it. I thought I was like going to be in the clear and then I got it. What symptoms did you have? What was your run like? It was it was mostly like really bad congestion, um, a really bad cough and just tired. Like my body aches and my back hurts, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm feeling back better. In. But you're a foodie. So yeah. what did you eat during your COVID? Mm-hmm. You know, it was interesting. I, the first time I had it, I had no appetite. This time around, I was taking Paxlovid, which is the medication, like the antiviral, but it leaves this horrible taste in your mouth. So I was eating all day trying to get rid of that. To get rid of the taste. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it tastes like metal. I'm glad you're on the mend and we're happy to meet you. I'm so interested in understanding what it is you do at Music Taste. So you pair musicians with chefs to create memorable events. Tell us more about it. Sounds so cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, Music Taste, is a, it's, you know, I've worked in the music business for the last 11 years. Um, and it's an idea I came up with in 2019, but really picked up seriously this year. And it's, just about making those initial moments when an artist shares their album with the world for the first time really meaningful. Um, And we essentially pair each musician with a chef who curates a tasting menu that's a representation of what the music tastes like. And we essentially build an event around that. So it's all about just finding ways for the audience to connect with the music and the artist and understand their story in a deeper way more meaningful and memorable way. And Sisney, what did you experience? So I went to the Ty Verde's album release party, and this is where I met her. And um, it was obviously Thai food for Ty Verde's. <laughs> so it was really cute how it was all paired for each new song of his album. 
And it was amazing. There was like noodles, and I, I don't have the menu in front of me, but it was just like but really. But does it make the food taste better and the song sound I better? I thought so. I thought it was an awesome experience. Yeah, it was. That one was so fun. And he, interestingly enough, his name is Thai, and his favorite food was Thai food. And he's a vegan, so we were like, okay, let's just create a fully vegan Thai menu. Um, and there was a really cool performance. Uh, that came on after as well. And he sort of wanted to create the feeling of walking onto a live TV studio taping because um, his record is called HDTV. And, you know, they're just, they're so fun. Um, and I've worked with musicians for so long and just to be able to pick up all of the small little details and nuances that they care about and bring them to life in these spaces is super fulfilling. And so, it seems like so Vanya people is an entrepreneur. She's got this company called Music Taste. They marry love of music, food, experiences all together. So I'm just thinking like, can people hire you to do their parties or their birthday parties or anniversaries or celebrations? Yeah, exactly. So for the time being, it's all, you know, sort of private events. Um, typically I work with the artist team, their label, their management company, um, and they're, you know, my primary client clients right now, um, but definitely open to working with other folks as well. And the long term vision of the company is really to create a consumer facing brand where we're doing this for the fans um, in markets all over the country and long term all over the world as well. So this is sort of version one of music taste, um, but looking forward to expanding and allowing all sorts of people to come. And well, listen, it, it just, it sounds amazing. And if you want to check it out, you can go to musictaste.net to see what Vanya's doing. And just food for thought. Um, you know, my birthday's the 24th. We always have a traditional Caesar salad and then a, a, a Swiss fondue. So I don't know what songs will, would go with that, but uh, just something to think about. <laughs> amazing. You, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to take on you as a client. Let's do it. <laughs> it's a challenge. They can tell you. It's a challenge. Um, yeah. Is it? I think you can handle it. Well, I believe that all my clients are quite challenging as much as I love them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. Well, thanks for coming on. It's a real pleasure to meet you. What a cool, uh, cool company you've started. Good luck, Vanya. So much. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. Again, that segment, Hometown Hustler, is really just all about meeting people who decided to do something they love and make a business out of it, make yeah. a, a job out of it and try and pay for life out of it yeah so you need it's very inspiring mm -hmm. so this is uh, let me let me wait till react till i understand this so you say it's a trip advisor it's a trip advisor essentially for exes mainly men because it was a woman that created the list so like what, a, what what is the creation though what it, is it well it's exboyfriendlist.com that's literally the website that you would go to um and this woman took it upon herself to create this website for ladies so they can leave reviews on former dudes that basically did them wrong oh did they? so they don't give good or bad reviews like TripAdvisor would give good or bad yeah right? i would say i would do this and like i would be like um what's the like, why would you give an ex I'll, a good review though i guess like this one uh no post malone the guy that i dated i don't even know when i dated him years ago um i would say he's actually a really great guy good heart good family just not for me just not for me interesting just not for me. the one the ones that i did skim through were not great so maybe there are some good reviews in there. But I did not see any of the ones that I skimmed through. 
So what are the things that they say on no boyfriend, ex um, Some examples are William from Chula Vista. And they put first and last names, by the way. I'm going to omit those just for the sake of uh, okay. the radio. But uh, William from Chula Vista is the absolute worst. I met him on Tinder and I really thought we hit it off. But what I didn't know is that while I thought we were getting serious, he was getting serious with about four other girls. So this is revenge tactic. It really yeah. is. This other guy is really bad in bed. He's going to cheat on you. Just avoid dating him altogether. He isn't worth your time. Trust me. Wow. My ex cheated on me with my best friend, but I'm happy to say he ended up cheating on her too with his neighbor. Once a cheater, always a cheater. So I mean, they just I go on and on. PSA is interesting. But to Tanya's point, like you could have a column that says, you're looking for a guy like this guy and I didn't click because of whatever reason. Yeah. But I did my homework for you. I did the due diligence for you. Good in bed. Right. Nice guy. Uh, great. Right. In bed. Picks you up on a date. <laughs> nice kisser. He's polite. Tall. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, there might be fewer of those, but I be nice to balance it all out. Mm -hmm. But you can literally go on here and search a person's name first and last and see if they pop up. I searched your name, Ryan, but you didn't pop up. So. Oh, thank you for the search. Good on you. I, Nobody's. You searched, did you search anyone else? I, I searched guess, a few uh, of my ex-boyfriends. They didn't pop up either. Um, and so, yeah, nobody really. I searched Tubbs. He didn't pop up. So Tubbs, you didn't pop up. <laughs> so no, he, he, he's not good. even listening. He's like, oh, I didn't. Why not? He's not even paying attention. Like, <laughs> he's like, He wants to be on the list. Why am I not on the list? <laughs> you don't want to be on this list. You know, that you put the good stuff up there. Smells great. Quality grooming. Right. Mm -hmm. Sexy Manicured voice. nails. Yeah, nice yeah. hands. Post-COVID voice. People, people. By the way, people texted in that when we did, we were talking about the sexy voices back in the day. When I was talking about voice fishing a few days ago, yeah. Yeah. people love Tubbs' voice. They Told do. Mm -hmm. How come I didn't see those texts? Do they exist for real? They yeah. do. Yes, and uh, a few people liked yours too. We have some actually, people. some actually liked Mark's voice too, which I thought was strange. Well, let's put it up. Let, let's. I'm gonna. I'm, Tubbs, you, you. We're not gonna put your voice on because they liked yours the most. <laughs> Mark, let's put Mark's back on. I talk like this. So, and... Mark makes me want to take a shower. That's like that. voice fishing. He's not. He doesn't talk like that. Oh, is that what voice fishing is? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's voice fishing. It's not not real voice. What if, What about like day three, four of COVID? Here, my voice. Like, yeah, maybe what is that? yours is up huh? there now. But I don't like this sound. No. I don't want this sound. There's no control of this sound. This sound is not what you want. You don't like, I can't go up or down. I just have to stay right here. Yeah. Well. Well, all right. Thank you for the text that I, I have not seen. Didn't see. We'll read them later. <laughs> Tonight, high school football. Good luck to all the teams out there. If you're going to be under the lights for Friday night, may need a jacket, a light jacket tonight. Make it down in the mid-60s by the Ooh. end of the game, by fourth oh, quarter. Yeah. By the time all the players put the four fingers up, fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. There's, look at this. I'm just looking at the high school stats, scores, schedules, mm -hmm. stadium start times, teams playing teams. Do you know your team? <laughs> That's you know what your team is teams doing? Teams playing you know teams, yes. That's usually teams playing teams. Works. Do you know what you're, listen, guys, I'm going through COVID this week, all right? Bra. I got COVID brain. Bra. So do you know, bro, what your school is doing this week? Los Alamitos? I know they're good. Yeah. I know we have like one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Yeah, I DM'd right. him. Mm -hmm. You DM'd so, the Los high Alamitos. school kid? Not, yeah. not weird at all. Sissy and Tanya. What'd you say, Tanya? I DM'd this uh, the the, high school the quarterback. quarterback because he's like number nine in the nation. And he goes to Los Alamitos. He's like, oh my the, gosh, how cool. The, high, the quarterback that for Los Alamitos High School is like one of the best quarterbacks in like the nation. Wait, yeah. what did you say? So this is this is Sissy and Tanya's alma mater, mm -hmm. Los Al. Yeah. So what did you say in the DM? I think I said something like, 
this is so cool. I went to La Salle, go Griffins, or like something very like. <laughs> Did you get a response? Like, no. Who is this old lady? so focused on the game. <laughs> yeah. So wait, you... You DM'd Malachi Nelson? Sure did. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the response is. <laughs> At least, listen, by no reply, he's focused on the game. That's we good for the fans. We should apologize to his parents. <laughs> you yes, guys, it Malik, was not too. creepy. It was Nelsons. just like, so cool. Go Griffin. No, she got excited. Yeah, she, she, you know, I know. She cheered for them. No harm, no foul. <laughs> so Los Alamitos High is 5-2, and two, uh-huh. ranked 4th in the area by the LA Times. That's right, baby. They're going to take on number 7, the Edison Chargers. Coming up tonight. I guess they've got really strong linemen. Tanya, did you warn Malachi of that? I did not. No. no I think we stay out of his DMs. Yeah. One and done. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, if just think back to where you were a cheerleader if I was a high school football player and I got like, a DM from the local radio station. Yeah, like station. Rick D's like DM'd me yeah, right. as good like luck. a cheerleader. Good luck. In high good luck out there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Where's the team spirit, guys? Even Nick Vestudo is messaging me, Tanya. That is too creepy. (laughs) Oh, Nick Vestudo, who only speaks up when necessary. Never. Yeah, like never. Right. Like if he speaks, it's gospel. Oh, I really need that laugh. I really need that laugh. I did too. Oh, my God. Thank you. Happy to. Oh, that's a good one. Never had so much broth in my life. You know, so when I got my first test days ago for COVID-19, right? We get tested every week because of the work that we do. Yeah. So I've been tested every single, it's not like I, you know, right. didn't know for right. two, two and a half years. So for two and a half years, I've been tested every week and never had a positive test. So when I got tested this time, a few days ago, I was like, can't be. Isn't it crazy? False positive. Like you go denial mode instantly. Well, I went full denial. Yes. I'm like, it's gotta be wrong. Yeah. There's no way. I feel fine. So we tested again, came up positive. <laughs> I was like, this is not happening. Yeah. I feel fine. I know. 24 hours later, boom, boom. it just slaps you in the face. Wow. I, I, I wonder, like, if you've never had it before, is it more intense when you get it? Is it less intense? I mean, you go through all these things in your head. I don't know, but you look great. I've only had it once, and it was intense when Thanks I got me. it. So, yeah, I mean, it's a... I now feel better than I felt, but I can't... I don't sound the way that I want to sound. Like, imagine if I had to perform tonight. Imagine if I had a concert tonight. No, what would I do? you couldn't do oh, it. I would love to see you I'd in concert. Call Dr. Nassari and say, I need a shot of something. <laughs> well, that was like yesterday. You couldn't perform like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I, I didn't talk yesterday for the whole day, for mm-hmm. one day, to save it for this, which, imagine if I talked yesterday, what today would be like. Yeah. You couldn't. But what if I had to go out and be Harry Styles tonight or something? Like, what does Harry do? I would pay yeah, money. I have an apology <laughs> to his, all his fans. What would you pay money for for me to go out and sing tonight? Yeah, like just imagining you strutting down the catwalk with like a like a mic singing a song into a microphone, like shimming. Nothing makes me happier. He does that when he hosts uh, the you festival. You don't see me. You didn't see me out in the point of the yeah. catwalk for the Music Festival. No, not not like that. Like yeah. you need to like dance and shake and like shake your booty. Go Take left to right. And go all over the stage. I saw you in the crowd. You were like singing along to somebody. Lionel Richie. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I was singing all the songs. Then he's like, come on, Ryan. I'm like, no, I can't get up there. By the way, I like how you do all the interviews like in all the action for the festival. Oh, I haven't seen it. Well, it already aired. <laughs> oh, I need to. I it, was, taped it. it was last weekend on the no, CW. No, I know when it was. 
I mean, I did it live, so I forgot they air it later. Yeah, they aired it aired last weekend on CW. It was great. We watched it both nights, but it was cute. I like how they edited it all together and all of your little quick, they're like quick, like minute interviews with all the artists, right. and it's all backstage you, with all the right. action, and I like it. It's just like, it's not as like- Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Like, so, it's not as it's stuffy of being in, like, in a room on a couch, like- With like a backdrop. Yeah. Like, I like it. So yeah, during the performances, whoever's mm-hmm. not performing, I'm sort of doing that with them fast as they're running to the stage. It's Glad really you liked cool. it. Mm-hmm. Good. I subscribe. All right, we have um, we have something that I can't control from my remote studio, so let's hit it. The weekend watch list. Just watch. Come on. All right. Okay, that's the weekend watch list. Mm-hmm. Open. Big time. <laughs> I'm here Big for time. it. Moving up here, year 18 of the show. <laughs> so the weekend watch list <laughs> guys i can tell you that i've been streaming as i've been recovering from COVID. i've been streaming so i've probably seen it but what's on your weekend watch list isn't okay so i do want to give you like a little bit of a warning for this one netflix viewers are actually issuing their own trigger warnings for luckiest girl alive this is the mila kunis movie that's on netflix right now some watchers are saying that they weren't prepared for the level of violence in this movie um, I, I did watch it and I see where they're coming from. So I want to give you that warning if you haven't seen it yet. But um, I did find it to be a very compelling movie. Uh, it is about two hours long on Netflix. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, is I thought it was very good. So it's called Lucky Girl Live. She's great. You know, Mila makes good choices. She is fantastic in the movie and it is very intense. All right, Tanya, what's on your watch list? So this isn't a new show. It actually premiered in 2017 and everybody... No, but I just started streaming it. I just finished season (laughs) one of Ozark. It's good. (laughs) And it is so good. We are very hooked. It's a little dark for me. Like the season finale of season one like made me cry uncomfortably, but I'm still so hooked in. I can't wait for season two. So it's on Netflix. So this, this, your Ozark is like my Game of Thrones. (laughs) Oh, you just started. You no. just started Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I'm, oh. I'm not, no, ba- no, I, I'm not. I have not started that. But yeah, it's like but everybody it's, was talking it's like about everybody it. Everybody had already seen it, and then you finally stumble upon something, and you're like, "Where has this been all my life?" Because everybody compared it to Breaking Bad, which I'm obsessed with. So I was like, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." And I see the comparison. It's good. Yeah. Well, the good news is you don't have to wait for a season two because it's been out for about five years. Exactly. Yeah. Can't so wait. Gotta watch it today. Right a little jealous that you're just starting on this journey because yeah. it's very good. See, I feel that way about Succession. I'm bummed that Succession. Mm. Like we're waiting for that one. So, Ruby, what's on your weekend watch list? House of Ho on HBO Max. It's so good. It's like, it basically follows the lives of these Vietnamese-American, this Vietnamese-American family in Houston. Uh, They're very wealthy, and it's everything you love about a reality TV show, right? The drama, all that good stuff. But then there's like this, what I love the most about it is they're like an immigrant first-gen family. So you have that layer of drama as well of like trying to follow family traditions, but then also wanting to like pave your own way. So I don't know. It's so interesting. It's juicy. It's like House of it. Ho, it's called. And yes. didn't there, the parents like name the kids like all after presidents or something? Yes. So the dad named his kids Washington and Reagan because he was like obsessed <laughs> with the president and the grandkids so also. <laughs> I love that. All right. This is good. So put that on your weekend watch list. So yesterday you guys had a good time. I hear we always okay. have a good time. It was fabulous. So now I got my positive COVID test and decided to take, we have these studios that we can put in our homes uh-huh. so we can isolate and do the job. But Tubbs had to build mine. He had to construct mine. He built, he so, built all of ours. Right. But he had to build mine like on the fly. Oh, right, right, right. Like I got the positive test and he had to rush some equipment over to a closet. Mm-hmm. 
So EJ pinch hit it. So EJ, when did you find out you were going to do the morning show? <laughs> Literally, so I was still asleep when Sissony texted me. <laughs> Granted, you know, doing my thing. Because I said to them, I said, don't tell him too soon. You know, like, let's, <laughs> let's have some fun with this. Well, EJ naps from like... Four to seven yeah. daily, he's so sleep. he's always so, asleep. Did people not bother you? Like no. how? You, well, you even know. during COVID, I was told to lay down during those hours, and my the guilt. I cannot relax during those hours. You can just chill. I can just chill. Well, you need to relax. You need to make sure that you're all well rested and whatnot. EJ sleeps like a newborn baby. I sure do. Yeah, and you know what's funny? This is going to sound crazy, but I swaddle myself. Like in the blanket. <laughs> like I wrap can myself you... up like a cocoon. Oh, you should get one of those weighted blankets. And you, you can fall asleep like that? I, absolutely. With the eye mask and the, um, what do you call it? The blackout shades? <laughs> what a Your boy be knocked out. <laughs> So what is your sleep schedule normally? How do you break it up? So I will go to bed probably like 2 o'clock in the morning, wake up mm -hmm. maybe like 10, 30, 11. Gosh, that is the life I'm going to have in retirement. Like he's living <laughs> the life that we'll have some. You're never going to stay up till 2 a.m. Never. I might eat at 9 p.m. one day, though. Yeah. Ooh, living on the wild side. <laughs> yeah. And then you take your long nap in the afternoon. Yeah, so I'll like do all the other stations, and then I'll take my long nap. 4 o'clock, I'm going down. Don't bother me. Even the boss knows. She knows, oh, we can't have this meeting. EJ's napping at this time, so let's pick another day mm -hmm. and another time. You know, I'm happy that you guys did something without me yesterday <laughs> because I don't think it would have happened if I were here. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. What? Telling uh, ghost stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do, I know. I was like, I miss Ryan. Those phones lit up, like, by the way. I'm sure they did, but I'm saying like all the things that you know that I wouldn't be so excited about, just pour in when EJ fills in. Wait, are you like scared of the ghost? I don't spend a lot of energy thinking it through. Mm. You know, it's like, yes, there's spirits, there's presence, right, like, but it doesn't like bog me down. Mm. I got a lot of other things to think about, you know? The ghost stories. Well, I literally listen, was EJ, like, Ryan all sounds, I'm glad you had a good time. I Thank you for appreciating. Of course. Um, Want to find out what's coming up this weekend on The Vibe. What do you guys have, Tanya? We are having, we are talking to Triple Charm and Blackpink. Black Pink. Mm, Black oh, nice. Pink. Yeah. K-pop sensation. Mm-hmm. I love it. And tickets to go... On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us today. Thank you for listening. Sissony is going to take you right up to 11 o'clock. Now, coming up on Monday, we're back with a Ryan's Roses. And of course, we keep paying your bills. 102.7 Kiss FM. Have a great weekend, guys. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.